Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more. Coffee van traders are expressing frustration at a decision made by Limerick City and County Council to stop trading of their trucks. This has been widely talked about on the show and businesses say the council have told them they can't trade because they don't have a casual trading license. Should coffee trucks be allowed to operate, do you think? Uh, I know lots of people have uh, been using the service and our own Megan chatted to Breen Curtin of Blackbird Coffee, mobile coffee truck in Limerick about his experience. I'm obviously quite disheartened. Um, do you know, I, I thought that we might be able to work around this, that there might be, we might be able to come to some sort of agreement with the council that to allow us to continue trading, especially just for the next couple of months um, before the country properly opens back up with the likes of festivals and events that we can attend. That in the meantime, to, to give an outlet to people, but obviously it's, it's, it, it hasn't had any difference at all. We can apply for a casual trading license in Limerick, right? And if we are to receive a casual trading license, it only covers us for the Limerick milk market, which is great. It's a fantastic thing to be, if we were able to be part of that, but it doesn't cover us for the other six days out of the week, you know what I mean? We served the community in Raheen and Dorad Oil, the part of town I live in, within my five kilometres, you know, and it's the likes of my neighbours, friends, family, people we know, and people we've gotten to know over the last couple of months from selling coffee, you know, that, that, that that's who comes to us, you know what I mean? Um, it's not to say we wouldn't do well somewhere else, but, you know, it's, it's really my own community that I'm serving at the moment, or was serving up until last week. And do you think that cup of coffee really does mean even more than it probably did before for people who might not actually have any other outlet at the moment? Yeah, I, look, it does. I mean, it's it, it, to us, yeah, we're selling coffee, etc. And people, it's, most people might look at it, it's just a cup of coffee, you can get it anywhere. But I think the fact that we're, you know, an outdoor unit, you know, we're, we're there where people were we're out for their walks or... You know, people that are working from home can come out. They get either get their coffee first thing in the morning, or they get their lunchtime coffee, or their the one in the afternoon. The same with the kids. Um, you have a lot of families coming to us, uh, families that were you know might be doing the schoolwork from home for the last couple of weeks. It's a nice opportunity for the kids to get out and get a hot chocolate with the parents while they're getting a the tea or coffee as well. You know what I mean? And what would you like to see from council now? Look, I've said this in other interviews before as well, I appreciate the council have a job to do, and that's all they are doing, is they are doing their job, they are following the law, but I think we're just looking for a little bit of leeway at the moment. Um, you know, as I said about the casual trading licence, that covers us to cover the Limerick milk market, and there's one or two other areas on the outskirts of the city, I think in Newcastle West, etc. But um, it'd be great to have that sort of a licence and set up for other areas in the city. And it wouldn't just be for me, for other traders as well. Like like what we have in the Limerick Milk Market in the city is absolutely fantastic. Is it possible to try and recreate that in other areas of the city, in the suburbs, in the likes of Raheen and Dordoyle, the likes of um, even the city centre, other uh, parts of it, or Castle Troy or Corbley, do you know what I mean? Green Curtain there of Blackbird Coffee Mobile Coffee Truck and Andrew Maloney of the Hook and Ladder Chain here in Limerick. They're in Clare and Waterford as well and Independent City and County Councillor Elisa O'Donovan both on the line now. Elisa, I know you raised this at a recent meeting, didn't you? I did, yeah. I mean, you know, obviously I hear from small businesses all the time in, in my work as an elected representative and we know that they've been particularly hard hit uh, by COVID. So I was absolutely delighted to see a lot of young entrepreneurs um, come up with quite creative solutions to address the need for more mobile and outdoor hospitality during this time. 
So um, I, I just, you know, in my own constituency of um, Limerick City West in Mongrove Village, we have no coffee shops. Um, you know, the, the city centre is quite well served with them. Um, and there was obviously a real need for it during this time. So I, I raised this in council on Monday because I felt we did need a discussion about it. Um, and we had a very, very good debate um, in relation to it. Um, and, and what I was calling for was what Brian um, articulated so well there, um, you know, that we were just looking for a little bit of leeway during this time. We are in unprecedented times. We're going to have to change how we approach hospitality, retail, everything like that in our city. And I do think that we, you know, we can be a little bit more flexible during these times. And, um, you know, there was a great demand for these um, retail coffee outlets. Um, and I would really like to see the council supporting them. Yes. Now, you were told that your motion couldn't move on because um, you were advised the proposal to extend casual trading licences to rate-paying businesses only is not provided for in law and could be both illegal and discriminatory, likely to be subject to challenge under competition law. And Kieran Lahan, the Council's Director of Service Operations, advised the current COVID advice recommends strongly against unnecessary gatherings, which this proposal could inadvertently facilitate. Yeah, well, I think there was two things there. I think the, the first thing was that, you know, we as councillors, we do have the ability to change bylaws in relation to casual trading in our city. That is our job. That is why I brought the motion to council. Um, and really what I was seeking was looking at maybe an extension of event casual trading licences. And now what we're going to do is we, we are going to look into that, which I think is a really healthy thing moving forward. I think as well, um, you know, I've had a lot of contacts from young entrepreneurs. But isn't the argument that casual trading licences are generally for specified events over a certain length of time and to extend them more generally is not what they're designed for? Yeah, but I think what I was suggesting is that I think COVID is an event in itself. You know, I think we've moved past the, you know, we obviously have events like, let's say, Munster rugby matches in Toman Park, um, but there is nothing to be said for, you know, having a casual trading license somewhere else in the city. And I think even before COVID, you know, food trucks and, and pop-ups, um, kind of food stalls and things like that were, were quite trendy in the hospitality sector. So even before COVID, this is something that we should have been really looking at in our city. Um, and I think competition in business and variety when it comes to, to food serving is a really, really healthy thing. Um, and I think it would be a really great way to attract people to different places in the suburbs, be it Mongrish, Rashid, Duradoyal. And, you know, and I, from what I've heard from young entrepreneurs in the city is that there is a huge amount of red tape and regulation with starting up a small business like this. And I think we certainly as councillors and, and me as a councillor, it is my job to look at what can we do to reduce that red tape to, to support people in, in setting up and starting up creative Right, we're chatting to independent councillor Elisa O'Donovan, as I mentioned Andrew Maloney of Hook and Ladder is here as well and uh, you will probably have spotted his coffee van from time to time. So Andrew, the council saying you need a casual trading licence, but I suppose your point is you can't get one. Yeah, I suppose as you mentioned there, Andrew, this, is, this topic has been going on now for uh, quite a while now at this stage um, and it's kind of starting to trend per se, I suppose my point at the moment, I suppose, from a hook and ladder point of view, that is starting to dwindle off. We understand that we're not technically, according to council, meant to be out there. But really, what I'm trying to emphasise now isn't 
to get hook and ladder to the forefront of coffee trucks in Limerick. It's I really want to highlight, as Elisa said, the, the restrictive measures the council have in place and how they differ to other county councils in Ireland who are actively encouraging and embracing change. Like this, the pop-up food trucks isn't a trend. It's it's a worldwide issue that is going to be here to stay. Post-COVID, it's going to be here. And what I want to get from this and what I want to really get to do is to enact change within the council that I don't fast forward to July where maybe we could actually envisage our Riverside being actually utilised for what it was. At the moment, the city has been kind of held back by traditionalists with phased ideas who are holding it back from its true potential. Um, but what about the, the Three Bridges Walk, for example, which I know has been raised? The, there are several coffee shops and retailers already operating on the route. Yes, there are indeed. And watch, we are one of them. Um we operate five days a week inside in Sarsfield Street. And as I said, Kieran Lahan mentions at one stage that it would be anti, anti-competition anti law. That doesn't make a whole pile of sense when, say in our case, we had Starbucks open up 100 metres away from us. That wasn't anti-competition law. Where so exactly I, is your van right now then? At the moment it's parked up at home. Um, and you just can't use it? But yeah, well watch, I suppose... There's two ways you can do. There's two ways you can look at it. You can you can you can decide to go and operate, and you're on a, a time frame where you know that within probably three or four days you're going to get a nice little visit from the council, or you're going to get a letter. Um, and speaking of letters, we actually, on a positive note, post being told to close down and down with the rowing club, uh, we went off and we did quite a good charitable donation up in various different frontline locations across Limerick, and I, we were kind of. We couldn't believe what we received in the post one morning last week then when our council actually initiated legal proceedings against us for doing so. So, And what that highlights is that the council are so hell-bent on... Now, are you saying that was specifically related to the charity initiative? 110% in in relation to that. Um, And did it state that in the letter? It did indeed. Um, So we went off, we went to four or five frontline locations. We went in, we did not trade. We provided every single thing we provided free of charge. And I can say that with 100% utmost good faith. That's not a lie. Um, and as a result of that, our council decided to issue legal proceedings against us. Elisa, what so, do you make of that? Yeah, well, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's what I said before. I just think that, you know, we should be supporting businesses as much as we can. And um, that is certainly what I try and do as an elected representative. And that is why, you know, we discussed this in council on, on Monday you know, I, I don't like businesses being penalised during this time. It's a really tough time for everyone. Um, so, you know, I do think that it's really important that the, the council responds here to this in a, in a flexible and a, and a proactive way. Right. Um, uh, Andrew, so what is your current approach with your coffee van? Our current approach is, is well, it's unknown. Um, obviously, there's a, a, a temptation that we'd love to just go ahead and do it anyway. Um because if you, like I said, look look online, look everywhere over Ireland, everyone else is embracing it. We're not out, we're not out here making loads of money, Joe. Uh, we're one. We're a business in Limerick that has six locations. We're ratepayers. We're rent payers. We're trying to keep afloat, as every other business in Limerick is doing as well. And we're obviously very cognizant of the current situation for every other business. But we're we're taking it upon ourselves to try and go do something different. Um, and as a result, 
we've been we've been closed up with an iron fist. Um, and what about the takeaway coffee option from your static locations, your stores? Yeah, that's that's operating. So we've we've, we've three we've three stores currently open from a Wednesday to Sunday point of view for takeaway coffee only. Um, but that's however, nowhere near what you need. Oh no, that's not. And as every every business in the hospitality trade knows, where every one of us are down massive massive percentages. It's a, quite a scary time to be in the industry, especially when you unfortunately don't see a, a they don't see the end coming. It's May, June, July, and at that, the government are going to be promoting outdoor dining. Um, they're going to be promoting it through Falls Ireland. They're going to be promoting it through themselves and grants. Limerick City is one of the locations that will be receiving grants towards outdoor dining by Falls Ireland. And yet, that's absolutely futile if our council don't actually actively let us go and do outdoor dining. I think our Starsfield Street Street location, unfortunately, we don't have an option there to do outdoor dining, full stop. We cannot do it. We put a table and two chairs. I I know I've been talking to you about this previously, Andrew. I mean, is it your sense that in essence what's happening here is our council are under specific pressure from competitors of yours? No, I'm not going to say that, because I don't know. I don't actually know. Anytime, any interaction with the council, unfortunately, is met with quite a, a generic, we can't make a comment on that, um, so we don't get any information from them. So, I, 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 and for one second, don't think that all our competitors are out there complaining us, because, watch, every single day of the week, there's a new coffee store opening up, there's a new competitor of some description. Competition is part of business. It's also been said online that these coffee trucks don't pay rates, don't pay rent, so on and so forth. One, there's a commercial rent, a commercial rate right off at the moment in place anyway. And number two is anywhere we've operated, we've heavily invested both from a structural point of view to power and water, along with paying a rent contribution to who we're born the land from. So we are a full-fledged business. We are inheriting the overheads every other business in Limerick has, like which we are one of as well. Um, and all we're asking for is that like this covid pandemic has changed the outlook. Okay. Limerick City for a long, long time has been restrictive in their views on how to actually utilise the city centre. Imagine having kind of a, a carnival feel to the three bridges in the middle of July and when staycations are being promoted by Fort Ireland, imagine tying that whole thing back together and getting someone from, as long as it's allowed, from Kerry to come up and visit Limerick for the weekend. And that's now driving tourism, it's driving investment, it's driving money back into the businesses already operating. Yeah. That's what my end goal here is. I yeah. suppose I'm kind of sick. I'm sick of right. fighting the old coffee trader uh, thing. Yeah, no, I, I, I get you. You're looking at it from a wider point of view, but doesn't isn't it because you're, you're basically stuck? I mean, the council are just not going to budge on the other issue. It seems as simple yeah, as that. As you said, Eliza was on, on Monday in a council meeting and like it was just shot down. Like There was two Two motions and both are kind of essentially, I'm not uh, very well versed in the whole council world, but to me, it seemed like they were kind of pretty much shot down. Um, and it might enact some change at some time, but they say that at one stage, any sort of bylaw change can take up to a year. I'd like them to maybe in a year's time see how many businesses are still open as a result of maybe not actively letting them go and do something different. Okay. All right. Well, listen, we'll keep an eye on this. Thank you very much for talking to us again this morning. Andrew Maloney of the Hook and Ladder chain in Limerick and also in Clare and Waterford and Independent Councillor Elisa O'Donovan. Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95.
Let's Talk Business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more.